Welcome to the Software People Stories. I'm Shiv. I'm Chitra. And I'm Gaiti. We bring you interesting untold stories of people associated with the creation or consumption of software-based solutions. You'll hear stories of what worked and sometimes what didn't. You will also hear very personal experiences and insights that would trigger your thoughts and inspire you to do even greater things. This conversation happened between two PM Parians, the guest, Raja, a coder for life, and Shivaguru, the host. Imagine a profession or a way of working where you can liberally make mistakes and each time you do that, you only get better. What's in a role or title? From where did this phrase full stack developer originate? I mean, does it even make sense? After all, an end user needs software tools to do their job successfully and that can mean interacting with several parts of a system. So it's almost like asking someone who bought a car, which part of the car do you use, no? And then imagine you're playing the final of a cricket tournament for your state or country and your captain comes up and says, I want you to bowl this over. And you say, I'm not a bowler, can you ask someone else? And by now, if you're wondering what on earth this episode is all about, listen on and find out for yourself. Hi, Raja. Welcome to the Software People Stories. Uh, do we have any asset equals true <laughs> from me? Echo joint asset equals true. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We want to start with your origin story. How you got interested in software or how you got into software and then now what has been happening all these days? So I'm not really a Bill Joy who went to the Princeton University lab, I believe where he find this beautiful piece and he spent hours and hours of uh, time. Uh, it is, again, I was one of the dullest person in my class when it comes to software development. I am taking this opportunity to thank two of my school teachers who tried their best to tell me whatever, uh, how to write a software first. So I take this opportunity. One, one Mr. Venkateshan, he uh, has to go out of the mid of the semester, he has to go because of personal reason, I believe, or because of the flowcharts of what I draw to just to show him that when he asked me to, um, he, he explained beautifully what is the, how to uh, compare two numbers. So normally every flowchart in every school kids, they had to go through this thing, given three numbers, which number is the biggest number or which number is the minimum number. So uh, he tried his best to introduce the concept of temp to so you can keep the mean somewhere and then you give iteration that you can come. So it's uh, all interesting now. But I, he asked me to uh, find what is the smallest number among the five numbers. So I submitted him a complete flow chart of uh, some 20 pages. I think that is the last day that I saw him. And later I hear from the headmaster that he cited personal reason that, okay, I cannot take this class. I guess that he got some opportunity because I am the first to uh, get into the computer science when it was introduced in Tamil Nadu. I think I am the first batch, I believe. So then I am thankful to my second uh, teacher. He is still, he is living in Chennai. His name is Kalyan Raman. He, he was not directly associated with the school, but he, he helped a group of uh, members at my, in Sivaganga, during his free time, he used to teach us how to write software because, first of all, access to computer during those times is very, it's, it's next to impossible. So with the limited time that what he had, he spent enormous amount of uh, time, especially from the evenings from six to eight, without even getting a penny from me. He taught uh, how to write software. I learned to some extent during those times. That's how it starts. 
so whatever the good thing that what i am doing today is all it is uh, going to these two great uh, gurus and uh, in fact i have not uh, remember any other person other than these two names in my life uh, who i consider as a guru to me in uh, uh, computer science so one is mr venkateshan another one is mr kalyanan this is how it starts and then uh, i went to nit at madurai was i believe it is 1993 then um, all of a sudden they are they, are, um, they started uh, getting the concepts of how to write really a sensible code so it's all it's because of just hard work i believe or because of timing so after that you know what has kept you in it so long very simple uh, basically i like experiments so whether if you um, whether it is a chemistry or physics or anything i somehow i like doing things rather than reading lot of books so this is the only one thing where i can do lot of tests and I make it to fail and the failure here is not considered as an offense you can uh, write as many failing tests you can do as many failing experiments here so whenever you are doing you are screwing up with your experiment we are uh, learning a lot out of that thing so which i am using that for the next thing so how not to write a software is why i am writing a bad software during especially during my time uh, it's not considered as a criminal waste but whereas if you take the other kind of engineering for example i cannot afford to do this in electronics or in mechanical engineering i believe so for example if i am doing a test first approach in mechanical engineering let me try to do this thing first a motor and then we will try to put a wrong connection the cost of failure is considered very expensive over there so here if i write a code then i can fully write the entire program and i can start writing the entire program in a different way so that's the reason why a dull head like me also is uh, able to write softwares and that's one of the reason why uh, and uh, the other engineering divisions are very lucky that they have not uh, have a person like that's interesting when you learned it or software concepts from teachers uh, you gain you are as an individual mm-hmm. and then when you said no yeah you continuing it is because you like to do experiments solve things and all that but many times mm-hmm. software is not written only by one person okay. or at least the software that is used ultimately even if you write everything it works with some other software okay. so when did that transition or realization happen and what was the impact of that so there, there are multiple things that what is it's a very great question that one is that i worked uh, extensively with one of my friends mr sadhana krishnan during majority of my time so and uh, myself i tried to consider myself as three or four avatars so everything so we, we as we used to work in the nights so i consider myself that i am when i am working on one one thing and then i will ask the other person to work on the other thing and then we have a lot of other people and um, as it was not a very distributed thing as all of us are uh, in the same uh, room i believe so the, the exchange of ideas are it's very great i i guess is it what you are asking it not more but at the same time um, committing a core into git repository and letting another person to take up this uh, priming to interface um and uh, having a protocol between two people let me uh, do an implementation for this and creating a mock for you all these things uh, it's just we we just learned this concept organically so i think i, I can say that working with the distributed uh, teams it starts really only after 2002 for me so until this time all my works were silos or at the involve one or two in person along with me or a max of around not more than four members so uh, then there were we find it very really interesting that uh, how we can really 
So, because that's what the separation of concern, right? So, we consider the separation of concern. Later, the, we, fi we find that there's a name for that. So, when I am working on something, that I'll, I'll put my full energy to make that the better thing, considering that this the another comp component will give me this particular behavior. Then we have to wear a different hat and then we'll get into that component and then we start uh, build those things. So now this is all these things as we have practiced without even uh, this kind of a written uh, protocol. Now, um, now these things are considered as a very uh, interesting things or it, it has been uh, viewed as a very complex things. So for me, the transition from uh, working as a silo to head off a very big division or uh, it not, I'm not seeing that it is a very uh, a great phenomena for me. Uh, it just happened as I was part of that entire journey um, I could not, uh, one day when you're asking me this question, I could see, uh, thanks thanks for again the question that, yeah, some transition really happened there. But I am not aware of these things, that the transition really happened to me until I hear this question. Yeah, I have a follow-on question, but before that, since you uh, mentioned uh, from an individual contributor heading a revision, what has been your career or professional trajectory? You know, what did you start as and then what were the changes that you went through? What all have you done and what are you doing now? This will be a little bit controversy. So anyway, as you ask this question, the roles are something that has been given in the visiting card to pacify someone. So for example, if you see my LinkedIn profile, and um, I put, uh, I'm a servant at Kairos Code. So at the end of the day, we are all programmers. That's how I like to be, and I'd like to end uh, the career. So until the last time, I want to do coding. So. Uh, Programmer is the only one role that what I am doing. So, and then we are having different uh, designations or role just for the sake of convenience and also to manage the bandwidth in my opinion. For example, some of my friends may, upon hearing this podcast, okay, so let us, let me, let it. So for example, the terminology business analyst is something that is very uh, weird for me when I first hear that. What is a business analyst? There will be a person who will go and talk to the customer, he will collect their requirements. And why should they, he or she should go? Why cannot I go and um, have a first-hand information about the problem? No, no, you are an architect. <laughs> an architect should know the business. And without knowing the business, so can someone will design the right system. No, they they understand the business better than him. So that's a myth again. So they are thinking that a technical person is someone who should not understand the business or uh, his uh, his ability to understand business is very limited. And these are the people who just know about how to do coding. And that is the first thing that was very shocking to me when I was uh, getting into the employment because majority of my time I worked as a uh, uh, really, I worked as a programmer. So we, me and SK, we started our uh, organization. We treated everyone as our own partners. We never uh, show that we are the boss and we I treat both the peon as well as that's not just a designation. It's very not fair to call someone as the assistant or a peon or uh, a boss or something. Everyone is adding some values to the way that we are delivering something to the customer. So that is one thing. So the, then come this the the great roles and the great designations like uh, this person should do only this thing and this person should do only this thing. So in my opinion, every everyone should know. Everyone at the end of the day, we are delivering a code, and the code to be should be clean. And I can deliver a code only if I have a promise. And I can deliver the better code only if I know what the business request. Because I am not a system programmer, like developing an operating system, or I am not a TCP/IP 
a protocol designer. So what is there in the seven layers? Of, so those are all made that, that's an entirely different uh, degree. I belong to an application developer, so I should know where this product will be get applied to. So that is what my simple view about this thing. So if you take the career tragedy, whether it is a, a tragedy or a trajectory or whatever it is, it's our programming. So we, you know, code, I love to do coding and that should create something very useful for the community. So if, if someone is telling that I do not know business and I know only technology here, that I really suspect that whether what he is developing or what he is end up delivering. We want this, this both, of, both of them should go hand in hand. Interesting. I can fully relate to this label on the card yeah. because I also believe in that. I said, no, whether you call yourself a you know, junior software engineer or VP and all that, it is an organizational thing. And when you are meeting, whether it is a customer or somebody outside, it is about what you can do for them. It doesn't matter what your title is. So I always used to have some roles, you know, which were probably unique or the first time in the organization. When I was forming one group, okay, I said, I wanted to call my group cooperating solutions group. Hmm. So I used to have a lot of debate. And people will ask, oh, cooperative society. <laughs> no, it is not cooperative. It is cooperating solutions. Mm. It is not just one thing. You need some things that will all talk together, that will all work together. So that is what we will give you. So at least it, it was a conversation starter. And then every time people will say, I want a different designation. Can you suggest something? I said, it is not a designation. It is just that you put anything in the role. In fact, most of the time, my card will not have any title or role. It is just my name and then we'll see what we can do, how we can work with each other. So that brings me to the next question. Ah. The moment you say ah. that you also want to be a business analyst, you also want to be an architect in those roles, right? It is essentially about understanding somebody else's problem and solving it. So is there a Raja methodology or a Raja approach? How you would internalize the problem or how you would go and identify a solution or architect a solution? There is no such formula. I'm just uh, copying from the all my forefathers, whatever they did. Uh, there is no such uh, Raja's trademark of uh, providing a solution. Of late, uh, when it comes to this latest Kanban, especially we had a lot of discussion about the Kanban and all, it gives me different uh, ways in which we can uh, have a, a better scrum or a better uh, agile methodology. So again, uh, it, this is all just my opinion and that may strike out of controversies outside. So everyone is having this. So if there are hundreds of people are saying yes to something, there will be one person uh, having the courage to refute that, okay. This can, so it is not that I'm against those things. It's, uh, it's not refuting uh, things, rather uh, how we can do that better. For example, there are several people who are using uh, nowadays uh, the assembly line. They are thinking that software engineers are assembly, equating that to an assembly line where someone will create battery and someone will create uh, wheels and someone will take care of the chassis and they put all these things at some place and then they'll assemble at various places. Finally, it is becoming a car. But if you think that is it the way that we are really developing softwares, and I, I guess it is not that most of the times we are not developing a software in this ways that someone will give us a component and someone will give us a component. I cannot create a software like that. Probably it may, uh, there are people who maybe uh, this 
And Google is giving this API, Amazon is giving this API, whether uh, some so guys are giving some, some API, I'm creating a Flutter app, I'm consuming this APIs, and then I am I'm building an application and then I am giving out. So where definitely they can think of uh, following this kind of an assembly line kind of a technique, whereas you taught me the other day that uh, if you reduce the, you know, to have a, a reduced cycle time, you can reduce the number of work in progress or the number of items in the working process. If you reduce that, then probably everyone will look. And then there won't be an ideal time so that if I am doing something and then someone will go and do another time during those things. So all of them will the focus to deliver something. That's a very great idea. So again, that is not my idea. These are the ideas like uh, great people who are uh, teaching me. So how can I say that this is my idea? But what I can do is that there are, we can, I can suggest certain ways in which this can be further improved. So uh, still, I cannot um, uh, take it that I am the, the discoverer of that idea or inventor of that idea. So at, at places where it is, and coming back to a previous question, because it is in line with what we discussed uh, earlier, that the another interesting role that what we have, forget even about the business analyst, the another interesting role is a tester. So there will be a person who, uh, that's the first time when I, after we close our business and uh, business in Coimbatore, then we moved to uh, Chennai. The, uh, when I went to a corporate as a, joined there as a, with a designation architect, and told that there is a vice president quality is, uh, wants to meet you. I'm sorry that, <laughs> to tell that. And then I realized really that I was such a fool that there is a separate department called as a test for, exclusively for testing. That, um, that someone will develop software and there will be someone who will test it. And that is their separate uh, division altogether. They are not related to the mainstream software. Developer. That was another shocking thing for me. Because I guess I am the first to face all these things. Or, uh, there were not sorry, good friends who uh, really uh, told me, and good in the sense that SK is one of my best friends. But both of us are so innocent that, okay, this is the way that we have to do software. But that is what finally everyone is doing today. But during those times when we have really opposed this, that why, why a tester is required for this, the entire company has started shouting at me, then what these guys. So they can also do software and they can help in creating this thing. That is what finally the whole world is now telling that, okay, okay we don't want a separate community called as testers and we don't want separate communities called as business analysts. The parameter should do this thing and then he do this thing. This is what we had told several years before. But uh, we didn't have a brand like McKinsey or someone. <laughs> so they have literally uh, discarded these ideas. But I'm very happy today. Again, this is not our idea. The, the, the industry learned that, okay, this is the way that we can uh, do things better. So again, uh, getting back to this, uh, the division of labor. So the division of labor is, again, we are getting into this thing. It's a very interesting topic. That is, the division of labor is, is created, in my opinion, that it's not because that I am unable to do this job and I am asking someone to do this job. For example, your years of experience is, um, I think it is, I guess you have more than 10 years of experience than me. So when you are interesting a job to me, it's an indication that, Raja, I am busy. Or I, I am giving you this opportunity, you do this. And then I can pick it because I am into something else. And then you are asking me to do this. It does not mean that Shoguru does not know how to do this job. And he is asking Raja to do this job. That is the time all the problems are uh, starting. It is not because of someone's inability. It is because of giving space to someone that how uh, together we can um, get into it. So here, 
I am not saying that uh, uh, testers are bad. I, I, I mean that testers are not bad. The testing, uh, seeing that as a separate division, someone else's responsibility is bad. They are part and parcel of the entire thing. So they, the one day they will help me in doing the testing. The next day I, I will go and test the component that what they have created. In case if I'm, un because instead of I'm getting into my safe circuit in those, in those time when uh, Java introduced this, another comedy that the enterprise Java being, and uh, there'll be some breed of people who will claim themselves that, no, 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 we will do only the server side coding and uh, we will never get into the JSP on the front. Uh, so this new jargons itself was very uh, troubling for me during those times. Uh, what is uh, the server side? Uh, what is the client side? Everything is actually delivered from the same system. And uh, it was, it, took a lot of time really to digest this fact that there is a separate breed of people who will write only the session beans and will take care of the entity beans. They won't touch anything in the, in the JSP. Then again, the, the question asked, so both, why when all of them is being served from the same system? And what is the problem for this person? He is idle. Why, why he cannot go and do certain things in the JSP? No, no, he's a service side guy. He will give you only those APIs. <laughs> <laughs> the JSP guys has to just consume this, this thing. What he will do when until this JSP guys are still it is possible. They will uh, read a lot of blogs and then they will uh, read a lot of other things. They like you themselves for this thing at the cost of someone else's money. So that might be one of the reasons for the, uh, the dot com bust, I believe. So everyone is responsible in the entire value chain and everything should be. So now we are having different, different names for the common thing that what we had some 20 years before, full stack developer. What is a full stack developer? Developer is a developer. What is a full stack developer, half stack developer, like half blood? <laughs> so this new technologies that what has started hearing. So in my humble opinion is that there is one person who will shield us from the external disturbances like, so there should be some moderator and uh, who other otherwise this uh, the small developers they'll get bullied when the changes are coming in whatever fashions that is possible so we need a person who took the middle ground not to disturb these people we call him as a whatever uh, role you ask him you call him as a servant leader or a scrum master or anyone uh, who has the capacity to uh, talk to the product owner okay uh, so uh, is it fair asking this requirement now, can we take this later? Or if there is a business, uh, the, 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 it involves some, some decision because we have to accommodate some changes and accommodating the changes is what is very important because if this feature is not reaching the market on the time or if it has some bugs, then everyone has to work on this to ensure that it is being delivered. So that is that is what every uh, different different phenomena like Scrum or Lean or everything is doing. And, uh, Coming back to the adding value to the chain of uh, Linis that other day, I, it just struck me that instead of you are uh, for, uh, telling the uh, waterfall model in the same way that someone would do the design as one of the swim lane and the development as one more swim lane, testing as one more swim lane. What we can do is that mock is a very great idea that nowadays um, whether every uh, language supports mock. It's what test-driven test development. When you want to defer taking some decision, we can literally we can create a layer of mark, and then it can start work on this. Again, it is going to Dijkstra that uh, it is a separation of concern. I'm just deferring making any decision on this until I'm getting more information about this. So I simply put that as a mark, 
and then the mock will act like a whether it's a mock or a stub we don't want to get into the details now so it will start act like a answering machine so it will whatever uh, question i i ask that then it will have a predefined answer it will give me the answer it will mimic as if that particular component is there so when i am but that component is very very important for me for completing this entire use case for example so during those time instead of i am taking something some other requirement if there is a repository of mock some of my code developer so this is what i when i was working with santanishan we did santanishan knows what i want i know what sk required so what we we'll do is that we, i will develop this code your sk you just to take care of this and then i will ask another two or three other people and then you can you please just to do this and then we work on this though that when they are having some dependency they'll tell me that okay this is what you can uh, do for me so that is what actually we are trying to achieve in the morning scrum meeting so if we have this dependency rather than through this verbal communication in the morning scrum meeting what we can alternatively that what we can do is it whatever dependencies that we have we can create this in the form of a mock and we can have a separate layer of mock there so one of the great people used to do is that when they run this test case it will just throw an unsupported operation exception or kind of thing in java now we can do the same thing in rust in a different way by making that to panic and that particular component is not really implemented so instead of i am taking one more thing because now i my job is done there is nothing that i can go and participate in testing this particular use case now i have some free time then first what i will do is that i search for before taking some other requirement i search for if there is any mock for which uh, i have to implement something i can take that mock i can complete this thing so this way the amount of work uh, um, the the quantities that what we are having in the work in progress that can be drastically reduced that way it will increase your velocity of the throughput and then you can accelerate things to the thing so to summarize we the, the if it is a very small team it is through the uh, verbal communication we can convey our idea of the idea of the dependency uh, you don't take some entirely different use case just to help me so that i can give it tomorrow so that the people have start using this tomorrow and then they can give the feedback to me rather than i am giving four items to one person to do it, to get the feedback so it is again we can keep provide uh, keep on uh, supplying them that uh, small small units for which a feedback is required for me so this is a simple idea i am not again claiming that this is a idea that has that is created by me and people are already doing all these things yeah very nicely put but actually the problem is not about everybody inventing their own methodology or approach obviously we are building on proven techniques or proven approaches that are there but at the same time as you were describing this one analogy that was crossing my mind was say a concert you have different artists coming together sometimes the violinist is an accompanying person or maybe the main performer is the same violin but what one does is probably slightly different or if it is a vocal concert particularly a carnatic concert you have a strict protocol when somebody takes the lead when they kind of complement each other when there is when there is more than one let's say a accompanist you know you have violin you have mridangam you have gatam you have something else and how they establish that communication and are all in sync mm. because ultimately it has to sound well 
it may be a song that so many people have played before it may be a song somebody else has written it may be a same ragam that everybody knows but still that performance mm. is about all of them coming together mm. and delivering mm. so when you mentioned the example of you and sk or somebody else trying to pick something up and all that it appeared as if yeah you know things you are following some conventions or some ways by which you are working together in a similar manner but one thing that has always baffled me mm. is how do you get team to work like this that's a tribe i believe so we call this as a tribe the the way the team accustomed to this thing is that when they are just learn from what their peers are doing so if they are associated with the, the right tribe they they learn all the things that what they are doing so the first of all the thing is that there is they should first admit that it's a uh, how to so now we are calling about the slicing a use case so if you if you ask someone to write a book about how to slice a use case then they they they'll just put all their experience so if you have to start learn each and everything like slice how how to slice a um, use case is that you you just put just put them into that uh, the swimming pool they they know how to um, uh, swim so the the only lesson or the only thing that what your team needs to learn when we are putting uh, the person in the team is that how to tell the dependency to the others with courage so this is the so dependency is not that i am unable to do certain things as i told already that do, i know i i so the, the team should respect each other so the respect is what the the central core of the everything when someone is asking to me to do certain things i should i should understand that the reason why they are asking is that they are busy with something and they want to put more energy into that to make that into a good thing so in the meanwhile we have as you rightly pointed out uh, normally when uh, when we when a carnatic musician is going when he is uh, elaborating a kalpana swaram he is giving a room for for example let us take uh, the the between our uh, madurai maniyar and uh, t n krishnan this combination is the one thing that i like a lot so it is not just t n krishnan won't repeat what uh, uh, he, uh, his answer will be a little bit subtle and it it will be at par with madurai maniyar and madurai maniyar many times he will just allow this person mm mm and go so that is the it, it doesn't mean both of them have that respect to each other so they know their boundaries so when he is asking him to do certain things this there will be small thing that when you are hearing certain things through the violin that will be more nice that it will it will dissolve your soul so when you are seeing when you are hearing madurai maniyar's voice again at places when there is no violin so again it will take you to a different thing and then adding to all these colors then we have our palakad maniyar who who will also come and then he will add other more flowers in the so it's a very uh, so it's every person is doing their job so we call this as anusaranai um, so it there won't be any ego and there will be a lot of respect and when people in a team start respecting each other when uh, how can i go and they help this person and how can i uh, ask this thing to other thing and this person is not going to think that okay he is coming to me because he is unable to do that if that particular thing stops there that is what i i saw at many places and i tried to eliminate as a uh, leader of the team on many occasions that everyone brings their own uh, ideas to the team and we have to give them space to do that 
and uh, if in uh, two or three months probably the team will become a better performing team and the secret sauce of uh, delivering high quality software is that the respect and i can boldly ask and with courage that can you please just to do this for me and uh, the courage to do what they are asking in case of it, I, 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 it's it, it's not switching or switching the context when that is very important all of us will go and will help him and not that you are getting an idea today is it uh, it doesn't mean that you uh, uh, that person is not getting that idea then so you got an idea because you saw this similar kind of a pattern previously somewhere so at many times uh, uh, very juniors in in team they used to give give out of the box ideas to me so that will solve very complex problems that what um, so yesterday is going to be an episode during this uh, week in my first session so for uh, for the last three days i was working on a very interesting problem uh, anyway that is going to become there's there is no suspense it is about a rover a rover has to go and find a destination so the rover will have a lot of degrees of freedom of north uh, east west so it's what they call as a mars rover but that is not the one that we are going to do so when there is lot of degrees of freedom so i started started creating an algorithm that it will go and check that in various degrees of freedom and before it is reaching the destination so simply it took around the being i i learned lot of things that kind of ego that is what is stopped me from thinking from a very simple thing so how normally we will go from one place to another place we have this intrinsic quality that we have to reduce the shortest uh, we have to follow the shortest time so instead of i'm creating a binary tree of the various possible paths and how to again travel the binary tree in the breadth first approach and depth first approach and from reverse and all these things I, because this is all again vidya garma so i know what is binary tree and i know what is not a binary tree it's a even unbalanced tree and uh, we start put the different states there and then we can travel that in different ideas so simple thing is that again what is it in the tenth that what we did is a pythagoras okay you find the distance from this thing to the destination at various places and you try to follow the one that is the shortest one so when it is when you are going the direction so all the various permutation combinations vanishes from there you have one thing from this source to this destination there is one shortest path now if we have to give a different name for this now we can give some fancy name that what is the nearest neighborhood algorithm so there is nothing but you, there are from one place to another place there can be three or four options one of them will be the minimum distance so you try to follow that way so once if you get into this thing probably if i am working in a team a junior just who came from the engineering college probably would have you without knowing any of the binary trees and the linked list and all the thing sir i have learned something in the 10th standard sir that is called as a, uh, if you take the hypotenuse of from this position to here root of x square plus y square so that will be the shortest thing so i cannot be going this way without knowing anything about this thing that's the solution for that so that is the power of a team where you you have all the different kinds of people but we have to give space for them so that they with courage they will tell you that okay this can be approached in a better way thank you yes. last question i went in a extremely tangential direction no it was like a hypotenuse you came to the <laughs> point <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah i also didn't realize how much time we've already spent we normally try to keep the episodes <laughs> short 
So there are a lot of topics that uh, we can probably catch up at a later time. But I like to conclude this conversation with one of my favorite questions. Based on your experience, it is more about giving advice for two categories of people. One, somebody who is considering, probably a student, uh, getting into IT. And second, is somebody who is going through, say, a midlife kind of a crisis, saying that, oh, should I continue to be a techie or should I be a manager? What would your advice be for both of them? You know the answer for the second question. What I will tell you is... Yeah, I want to know your answer, yes. <laughs> Our listeners may not know. Again, this is, there is again, uh, there is no such thing called as a manager or a techie. This is IT. That is called information technology. There is only one person who is a programmer. Again, manager is again a um, provision that we have made to reduce uh, the amount of time that a programmer is interacting with your product owner. You call him as whatever it is. Even I think we have to give uh, opportunity for everyone in the team to act like a manager. So in, okay, this week you be the client facing person, take care of all these things and then allow the programmers to work on this thing. So why someone has to manage a team? Whether he's managing the client or managing the programmers, you do not know. Why the programmer should be managed or why the client needs to be managed. So are they horse? That's what uh, the famous Dr. Hegde of Kannan, uh, he's from Bangalore. Uh, he told that the, the root word of managing is that it is the uh, handle that what you are trying for the horse. That's what it is. So I, I hate that uh, idea of managing a team. So don't become a manager. Be a programmer. So uh, it is the IT industry, in my opinion, is the only industry if you go to your doctor, hospital and the no one will proud of saying that I stopped coding some 10 years before. So a doctor won't say that, no, I am a surgeon. I stopped doing surgery some 10 years before. Now I am only managing the kind of stuff. So that's, uh, so here it is a fashion and I, I, I hate that to the core. So that is the thing. So you had the word manager in IT industry. Everyone is a programmer. That is, uh, and uh, for those uh, people who are getting into the so- software, as I told already, uh, but in a different note, is that this is the only industry where your errors are your friends. So in other industry, when you commit a mistake, for example, still I believe that I, uh, the external examiner of when I was doing my physics, he reduced marks because uh, I burnt a Zenar diode in the final uh, experiment thing. So experiment is only to burn things, right? So that's what I don't know whether I had I just directly connected the diode to something that uh, that burned this thing. So you had to put it. Then I then I discovered, rediscovered that okay, we had to put a rheostat in front of this to you know, reduce the amount of current. But anyway, he reduced the mark is mark reduced. That's it. So there is no so that is so even if it is just for Zener diode, I believe it is just uh, not even one one rupee now. I believe, but he reduced all the marks. But what will happen in case if they put me into the mechanical uh, division? So this, um, so the, the difference is there. I, I, I want to quote this from uh, Shirley was working fine man. So where uh, they used to do an experiment at the ground floor uh, that had a lot of all the thesis paper. So the um, advisor uh, who uh, who is the head of that institution he used to tell that don't do an experiment here you do all the experiments only at this first floor 
Okay, so one day they did an experiment and there was an accident that uh, uh, spoiled all the papers at whatever they had created. So this, this person came with full hand and took. This is the reason I am telling you that you don't do this experiment here. You do all the experiments in the first floor. So again, the reason why we are having a great person like Richard Feynman is that he has been encouraged for the experiments that, uh, um, that society gave, gave him. So. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, in, the, in no other industry is the luxury of following someone to do the experiment. So for the yearly person or for mid-crisis or even for this thing, in one of the episodes I told that the creators of any language for that matter, if you take the let, my latest passion about Rust, uh, Rust programming, they are giving a lot of suggestions through the errors. So errors are not, they, they are just because it is in red mark, that doesn't indicate that it is really an error. That's a suggestion that that can be done in a better way. So that, so create as many errors as possible. So that is the best way that we can uh, go to the right code. So the, um, when, so if I never tell them, give an advice to someone, when you are seeing someone else code, that code has been written for around some 15 days or 20 days. When you are just seeing that on the first day, you'll see that, oh, wow. How can, so they are thinking that if code is something that they are directly, they can go and dive into that solution. It has been progressively evolved with the test that is driving the design. So even when I used to see my code after some one year, I used to admire myself. It is just a self-admire. Oh, what a great code that we have written. But the whole the, the whole process that that, uh, that matters. It's no one will get write the best code on the first day, or uh, even experienced person. It is progress. It will get the award. We create a lot of for loop if all these things. So then we try to reduce the intent. Then we'll have the single intent code. So the code is evolved. When we are seeing something that is already evolved from a monkey to a man, so we always admire that. Okay, this has been built on the first day itself. It's not the way. So the the thing that what I learned here is that the best code is possible only after several iterations of bad code, bad code, errors, bad code, bad code, better, bad code, bad code. Finally, you get the right code there. So this is again some of my not advice to this uh, the freshers or to someone. I am talking just giving advice to those people who are examining these guys, the great companies who are doing some interviews, thinking that can you please just. Uh, I give me an algorithm for uh, the traveling postman or traveling salesman. How this kid can provide? So it is something they are, think, they are expecting that this person has to memorize every every lines and then they have to just warm it in an interview. That is not possible. Just to give them the time, just to give them the system to them, allow them to uh, roam here and there, and the ideas will come not just in one uh, one flash moment, but it will take some time. So just because this. When this, if someone is actually uh, telling you something out of the moment you ask a question and is doing some coding, means that he already did that code. So in real life, after you recruit that person into a team, is are you going to solve the same kind of a problem that what you solved some two days before or three days before? Every day we are going to have different different design design of problem. So we have to uh, see whether this person is able to um, discover a design rather than. Uh, just to tell you that this is a design that I have discovered already. So which kind of a person you want? That's what the message you want to pass. Very nice, Raja. I think on that note, we are really out of time for this episode. Five, thanks, a lot, thanks a lot for sharing things very candidly. And I hope 
that some of our listeners will get back with their points of view correct thanks raja thank you bye We thank Siddharth for the music and Anita for promoting the software people stories. If you like this episode, please subscribe on your favorite podcast client and spread the word in your network. If you'd like to share your story, contact us at podcast@pm-powerconsulting.com.